Hi, I'm Amanda Joyce. And I'm Devin Hayes. And today's topic is how to calculate ROI on your marketing. And here's why you should care. Um, it's really critical for you to have a firm understanding of the quality of leads you're getting from your marketing channels and being able to calculate your ROI helps you understand where to invest your money. Welcome to Trade Secrets, where we demystify digital marketing to help contractors get the most bang for their marketing bucks. This is for you if you're a contractor looking for actionable marketing insights. Learn from home services industry experts to elevate your business through simplified marketing strategies. Let's dive into today's trade secret. about today's topic I think this is really valuable for anyone who's investing investing in marketing it's true because you know obviously there's like the direct cost and you think about what it costs to say hire an SEO agency or do a direct mail campaign um but you know when we were talking about this the the whole reason this like podcast conversation this idea this topic came up was because there's a lot of factors that maybe like you know as a business owner you're, you're not considering it's not just the cost of the service or the service be associated with like an agency who's performing whatever it might be, whether it's like, it doesn't even have to be an agency. Are you going to like a home show? Is it direct mail? Is it, you know, you know, paid ads or SEO, whatever it is. Or email Um, marketing, whatever it may be. Like how much, how much hard cost are you investing in it? But also how many internal resources are you investing in it? There's, it's just a, it's a bigger topic than a lot of times a business owner thinks about it. And we just really kind of wanted to bring this up so people could kind of really start thinking about the bigger picture of their marketing. Because if your marketing is really going to work for you, you have to be able to (laughs) look at it quantifiably. And this is kind of a cool way to to dissect it and figure out where you should be spending those marketing dollars. Absolutely. So yeah, so what you said to me, I'm like, Oh, my God, I didn't even think about that. So in our in our world and contractor marketing, um, you know, there is like kind of a well known product out there that's been really effective for a lot of contractors. Um, and what it is, I think it just pretty much trains someone in-house on how to run your paid and organic social media. Um, and if you're a company, I mean, I think that's a good fit for companies that are at like 10 million plus, you know, in revenue. So it, it definitely, I don't think they try to sell to smaller businesses than that. But if you have, if you're a company, you're that big and you have someone in-house who can take this course and, and apply that, Amanda brought up like a great point. It isn't just the cost of the course um, when you're trying to calculate the ROI on that particular marketing investment, exactly. right? Exactly. It's the cost of the person or persons that are actually performing the the ad maintenance, that are optimizing, that are in there changing things up all the time. How many hours are they investing? And you've got to include that in your calculation when you're determining what your return on investment is. If you've got a member of your team that wears a million hats and this is one of them, you got to look at, you know, they are being taken away from other tasks to do this type of marketing. I mean, there's plenty of reason for them to do that, but you just have to make sure that you're yeah. calculating that in when you're looking at your, it's not just your hard advertising dollar cost that's going into that. Well, yeah. And as an agent, so we know as an agency, like we absolutely do not love social media because of what a time suck it is. And for it to be great, it really, it has to be super collaborative with your client or, you know, they need to be, they really, I mean, it, it's more effective. It's a lot more engaging when they're posting the content, right? But yeah, even, even the little bit that we do in terms of like how it helps SEO, 
the content creation. Okay. So the process, say you have someone in house getting those pictures, like the, you know, the communication between a project manager or, who, or whoever's on site, like the back and forth on that. You have to think about the hours that go into that, the hours for this person who's then posting to understand the business. Cause if you're an electrician, um, you know, maybe you're a business development person or whoever's doing this, like they don't, t- they don't fully grasp as they shouldn't, you know, what is being done or what's in the image where like an electrician could look at it and be like, Oh, those wires are wrong. But you know, someone Mm -hmm. kind of in a more administrative role wouldn't understand that. So there's like those, those costs that go into it too. So it's not as simple as, Oh, okay. This course costs X amount of dollars. And if I get X amount of leads from it, it will pay off. It's like, no, no, no. Something like that is ongoing. But, um, then you break down obviously the cost for the tools and whatever else you're using, which is another direct cost, but which I'm sure. Exactly. I, well, and I even like, I am <laughs> no business person by any stretch of the imagination. Like I understand marketing. I understand SEO. I understand like this realm, but when you're looking at a business and numbers to make business decisions, like admittedly, like we need, you know, we have a business coach to like talk us through that, but these yeah. are just like some of the things like, um, that you have to factor into. So there's like project management, there's obviously the direct cost of whatever it is, but then like how much time is being taken away from what someone internally was supposed to be doing. Um, Or, you know, if they were hired specifically for marketing, like that's great. It's just when it comes down to like the brass tacks and you're calculating which marketing channel brings me the highest quality leads um, for my investment, you know, that's, I mean, this is something that you kind of have to think about. Um, Like there's all these like, other pieces or other variables that go into that calculation. So it's not as like black and white as I kind of initially thought it was myself. Exactly. And then so on top of that, we've got the portion of like analyzing your internal resources you're using, the tools, all your your hard costs, all that. Then the other side of this calculation is also the homework that a lot of business owners don't like to do, which is going in and actually assigning those leads inside of your your customer management system, whether you're using job numbers or whatever it may be, and actually doing the homework where you're going to go in and find that lead that came in on the website three weeks ago from that email marketing campaign and check in and see if, you know, where this lead fell off, maybe it finally closed. And a lot of times there's a long sales process too. So it's something you can't, you got to check in on it more than once. But at the end of the day, you've also got to spend the time to find out, okay, we drove 20 leads with marketing and this, these ones closed. So let's figure out how much, you know, net income we made off of those. And then we can calculate, then we can look at the investment we made to to come to our ultimate calculation. So it's not black and white. And probably some people listening are like, I got that's, that's just one more thing to put on my list of to do's. But if you're really, if you're spending money on marketing, it's really an important you know, piece of the puzzle to make sure that you're making smart marketing decisions and that you're being data driven with your decision making. And you're not just like looking at the counts. Maybe you're getting a ton of leads from your social ads, but when you actually do the math and look at it, maybe they're not closing, or maybe that's happening with your Google local service ads and your social ads are closing, you know, but it's, it's homework that has to be done. And I think what we see too is like the quantity, like you can get a high amount of like leads from say social media, Um, But what we hear over and over and over again from our um, clients in the home services space is that the quality of the leads on social are are not great. Um, And and, and that's not the same for all markets and all industries, but it's it's just a great example. If you're putting a ton of money into social ads or social media, um, you're spending, you know, admin hours um, trying to work that 
that channel, are the leads really great? You know, we even look at that with our SEO clients. We break it down like we want to know what are these high quality? Like are are these high quality leads that are coming in through uh, your website form fills? Are they high quality? Like the messages on the Google business profiles, we there's so much spam that comes through there. I mean, it's ridiculous. And so those aren't high quality leads. We have some clients, you know, there's um, there's always some new like uh, shiny object out there in the in the home services yeah. space. And something we've seen recently is like, you know, those instant um, estimates or online estimates for, you know, it'll cost you X amount of dollars to do, you know, get a new roof or whatever it is. But um, what we see with tools like that, it's usually really price conscious people. So if you're paying for that tool, what is the quality of those leads coming in? Because all day long, you're going to generate leads with something like that. But you need to like sit down and do the math and figure out, um, you know, are these high quality? Are these worth the time it takes to, you know, have that exploratory call, go do an inspection, check it out? Or are they just price shopping and they just need numbers? And, you know, it's... Exactly. And we talk to a lot of clients right now that are really moving towards the retail focus over, you know, the storm and the fear-based focus, because that's just the way the biz- their businesses need to move. And if you're spending time and energy driving leads that are super price conscious people that are not, you know, coming to talk to you about your higher value materials and they're not that ideal customer that you're trying to attract. Like, do you really want to spend the time going out and bidding all these people out and figuring out they're not a good fit for you? Not to say that maybe, maybe it could, some companies it'll be a good fit for, but if you find it's not, do the analysis, cut it off at the knees and focus where the the leads are really coming through that are really helping move your business forward. Yeah. And there, and there's definitely a place for like a tool like that. I mean, if realtors need numbers right away and they're your referral partners, you can drive them to a specific page. I mean, there's a lot of great uses for it, but, um, and then a lot of business models, they're like, let's go, let's turn and burn quantity or, you know, quantity over, not over quality. I'm sure they're still, you know, doing quality work, but, um, the more leads they can get in the door, like, you know, the better they can fill their pipelines and and maybe that's kind of your business model. But at the end of the day, the conversation here is just, is just really sitting down and instead of kind of just throwing money and seeing what sticks, like take the time to figure out where the highest quality and the best leads have come from. Even, even to the point of, uh, we, we separate out our leads for our clients between website phone calls and website form fills. Yeah. Are the higher quality leads coming from the phone calls or are they coming from the form fills? And that's information they, they can give you. That's information you have access to if you've got call tracking on your site, um, which we would recommend specifically for this reason, because the at the end of the day, an SEO company, they can check boxes for like performance. For example, they're like, okay, we're getting you backlinks. Okay, we wrote content. Okay, we published it. But what's the ROI? So you've got your KPIs and then your ROI. What is really though, what's your ROI on um, you know your marketing investment? So we just wanted to have like a, just a quick chat about it and, and yeah. just kind of, yeah, put a little like worm in your ear because it's uh, it's really important to understand like, where the value is coming from. And then, and then you can reinvest and double down on whatever's working for you, no matter what that exactly. is. Exactly, You can spend the money better and your business will be better as a result if you're focusing there. And to your point too about the call tracking, if you learn that the calls are higher quality than the lead form, it can change what your call to action is on your homepage. You know, like you can you can optimize your website to, to encourage the type of lead or contact that you're looking for. So it's, it's just, it's, 
invaluable information that you can use for all kinds of things. So I hope that we yeah. can put this bug in your ear and maybe this could help some people start their, you know, if you could start the year off right doing this, you know, your, your marketing will just be better, you know, in 2023, if you've put the, done the legwork and you're, you're tracking this. Yeah, absolutely. And then, and then take it a step further. And then once you, I mean, you can look at like your marketing qualified leads, like to sales qualified leads, and then look at that conversion rate and maybe do some quick math on, um, you know, your conversion rate as well. But we'll, we'll put, I mean, for any, it's simple math, but you know, we'll, we'll put the calculations for both your marketing ROI and then your conversion rate calculations in the episode notes. So you can take a look there if you just want to kind of see some easy math on it. Um, and then, yeah, start to kind of back into your marketing investment, especially as we look to, you know, look to what some are anticipating a kind of downturn in the economy. So, um, it would be, you're just going to want to like tighten those, those marketing budgets and really be conservative with your spending. Not everybody, but a lot of, a lot of folks will be. Um, so we just wanted to talk, speak on this and, uh, put our, put our two cents out there. Awesome. Well, we hope you guys really found this interesting. Um, comment, let us know what you think. Do you find this useful? If you go through this, you know, we'd love to hear from you. If you go through this exercise and learn some new things about your marketing, reach out to us on social. We'd love to hear about it. Absolutely. All right. We'll see you on the next episode, guys. Thank you. Thanks, guys. That was today's trade secret. Thanks for listening. Did you find this helpful? We're just getting started. Subscribe and don't miss our next reveal. Until next time.